Praise the Lord. Praise him, young and old. Praise him, all you lonely. Praise him, all you busy. Praise him, all you bored. Praise the Lord. Praise him when you're happy. Praise him through the dark times. Praise him when you're working. Praise him when at rest. Praise the Lord. Let all praise the name of God. It's the only name worth praising. His glory is above all. Alleluia. Praise the Lord. Thanks. I think uh, we're all awake now. And that, that's a lovely prayer I found on creative um, worship. So um, thanks for joining in. Um, we've got quite an eclectic mix this morning. I won't say much more, but you'll see as we go through. But the first song we're going to sing and you can join in is For the Beauty of the Earth and the lyrics will be on the screen. Oh, 
us today and um, she'll tell us what the the theme is, the creating spirit. Um, I will just pray and immediately after Rachel's spoken, we're going to have the Pike family who will lead us in, in a song. And then afterwards, um, Joel's just going to speak for a few minutes on their creative Christian network. But first of all, let's pray. Father, thank you for Rachel and thank you that she's a friend uh, and a helper to so many within our church. And thank you for all that Rachel and Sam give sacrificially uh, in serving us as a church. And Lord, thank you that she's able to speak today. Be with her, um, give her your creativity, discernment, and uh, Lord, anoint her words with your power, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Thank Sarah. You. If you have been reading Christchurch Connections magazine, you will have seen some amazing pieces of creativity that people have made over the last 13 weeks. In our community, we have children who are amazing at art. We have people who can knit with precision. And of course, there's been some baking that makes my mouth water. But you might also have noticed that some of my attempts at creativity have been somewhat lacking the pizzazz of some of our other contributors. My failure at growing cress and my rock solid scones being just a couple of examples. There is often a problem as people confuse the words creative and artistic. And by doing that, people automatically go, oh, I'm not creative, and possibly switch off the moment we begin to talk about creativity. If that's you, come back and switch on, because creativity is for everyone. It is more than the ability to draw a nice picture or transform a blank canvas into a work of art. Though, of course, it can include that. But creativity is having the skill and talent to use our imagination to create and solve, to see a problem and find a way around it, to take parts and turn them into a whole. You may or may not have considered yourself creative before, but I want you to know that I believe you are and me too, even with my salt VE decorations that looked like a toddler had made them, possibly because I got more glitter over my cat than over my decorations. But all of us, you and me, were created by God with an ability to be creative, and we were made that way for a reason. God has made us creative to help others engage with God and to enable us to encounter God. Before we look at today's passage, let's go back to the beginning. In Genesis, God created, and he didn't create alone. The Holy Spirit who remains with us today was there creating too. In Genesis 1 verse 2, it says, now the earth was formless and empty Darkness was over the surface of the deep and the spirit of God was hovering over the waters. The Holy Spirit is a creative spirit. As Genesis goes on to tell us that what happened next was that God created. 
and as well as the world, a world that was good, he made humans. And this time, unlike anything else God had created, we were made in his image. Now, there are many long theological tomes which speak of what it means to be made in God's image. But one facet, facet of it that cannot be ignored is that to be made in God's image is to be made creative. That is, with the ability to create. There was nothing, and then God created. There was nothing, and then there was something. Before we learn anything else about God, we learn about this ability to create. And he didn't just create a monochrome world. God made Earth to be a biodiverse, colour-filled planet with a rich variety of plant life, wildlife and climates. Talk about a good imagination. Wherever we are in the world, we can notice God's creative hand at work that same hand that created you and me. As Psalm 139 says, for you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. At the moment of your creation, God was there too and he made you wonderful. God didn't make a mistake when he made any of us. You were made with a purpose. Sometimes the influence of influences of the world around us try to take us away from the path we were created for. But, but just as God had a plan for Jeremiah, God has a plan for you and me too. And that plan includes creativity. So now we have established that God is creative. God created you and me, and he created us in his image, which means we have the ability to be creative too. And as I mentioned already, that does not mean that you have to be artistic. It takes creativity to run a business. It takes creativity to make a paycheck stretch a whole month, to beat opponents in sport. Sometimes it takes creativity just to find ways to help you survive another day of lockdown. And no one is like you. You have special gifts of creativity that will reflect parts of God in a way that no one else can. The church, the body of Christ, needs everyone to use their gifts so that all of God can be reflected out to the world. I find it amazing how ideas come to life. Bringing any idea to life is creative. We can start with a blank canvas and seemingly create something out of nothing. Some start with a tiny seed and nurture it until it is a living plant. Some start with many components and put them together until a computer is made. Others start with a date in a diary and turn it into a wonderful event. Each is a way of creating and bringing something to life. In our scripture reading, we see that gift of creativity and how it was used to make a place of worship. They were creating a place where the people of Israel could gather together and worship God, the one who had created them. The crea their creativity 
was a way to engage people in worship of God. Bezalel and Aholiab created because they were filled with the spirit of God and he had filled them with skill to do all kinds of work. And take note here, the gift that they have been given has come from God and that's the key. It's a gift from God and his spirit. Our creative abilities, no matter what they are, are given to us as a gift from God. And for this reason, we need to ask God how to use them for his kingdom work on earth. He gave the gifts to Bezalel and Aholiab so that the temple could be built. Their gifts were to help the people come together to worship, reflecting God's kingdom. The creativity wasn't to keep to themselves or to earn themselves money or praise. But in the words of Paul in his letter to the Corinthians, the manifestation of the spirit is given for the common good. This means the gift of creativity is a manifestation of the spirit in the lives of Bezalel and Aholiab. The gift was given so they could build a place where the children of Israel could answer God's call to worship him to offer sacrifice to him, offerings of thanks and praise. It was meant for the common good. So Bezalel and Aholiab were able to minister to the people of God through their gifts of creativity. It was given so they could build up, encourage and strengthen others through creative means, helping others to engage and encounter God. And today in the here and now, we want to do the same thing. We want to harness different creativities to build God's kingdom, to create a world that resembles the world of God, a world imbued with goodness. It's what we pray in the Lord's Prayer. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We want to create a community based on God's kingdom values. And to do that, we need everyone's creative skills those who can create spreadsheets, those who can create prayers, those who can create a space that feels welcome. And we don't do it alone. We have the Holy Spirit to help us. The same spirit that was with God creating at the beginning, the spirit that was there with Bezalel and Aholiab constructing a temple, is the same spirit who will help us create new ways to reach out to the community new ways to create safe spaces, new ways to engage with and encounter our God. And as the definition of creativity at the beginning showed us, all this creativity needs imagination. We need imagination to be able to see past the way things are and look to the future with a hope of what might be. A Jesuit priest called Eric Ramirez said, when I speak of imagination, I mean the ability of our hearts and minds to create images and stories that express truths greater than can be expressed in a philosophical essay. A failure to imagine is simply a failure to hope in myself, in others, in God. We know that the world isn't as it should be. But we can also hopefully see past that to what could be a world where it is on earth as it is in heaven. And not only the world, but us ourselves. 
what are the new challenges God might be calling you to? Is there anything he is telling you to leave behind and think creatively about how you could now be using your time? I heard a wonderful story this week of a lady who at 70 years old discovered a new artistic ability. It had lain dormant in her her whole life. Never before would she have called herself artistic. But in a moment of struggle in her life, she opened up a box of watercolours and began to paint. The spirit of creativity was upon her and she eventually turned this new ability into a way to praise God and raise money for the church as her artwork was turned into cards. So there is a challenge, not to say it's too late for me, I'm not creative, or to use I've never done it before as an excuse, because who knows how God wants to use you in the future. Today, in case you have forgotten, is Sunday, and it's a day for us to gather together. Though in our separate houses, we are here and we are trying to encounter God. Sunday is the perfect time to stop, to listen, to receive, to notice that spirit in our hearts. In the Lectio 365 prayer last Sunday, they said, Sunday is a day to be born again again. So meeting together online is a gift. It might be hard, but try to listen to God, see what he is challenging you to, what he is in calling you to. Engage with the one who created you, the one who fearfully and wonderfully made you. As I said at the beginning, we are all creative, not all in the same way but we all have a spirit of creativity and God wants you to use your gift. He created each of us differently to express part of who he is in different ways, through technology, through business acumen, through art. We are all creative. You just need to find out what it looks like for you. Or to put it another way, how is God being expressed through you? We are made in the image of God because we have the ability to create. But we are most like God when we create in a way that represents his kingdom on earth. What could life be like if we woke up every day with a desire to create something good, something true and something beautiful? What would life be like if we made a commitment every day to create or do something that resembled God's image? we would be closer to making God's kingdom come. We would be closer to helping ourselves and others engage with and encounter the creating and loving God. God's creativity, present in the very act of creation, self-evident in the world in which we live and present as well within each one of us, molding us into the people that he would have us be. We are people full of the creative spirit, made in his image. This week, don't say no or I can't. This week, dare to engage with and encounter the creative spirit. And let's build God's kingdom together. Let's create a community of love, a community of hope, filled with the power of the creative spirit.
Amen. Hi guys, we're just going to share a little bit about um, CCN. Some of you might know that we are leading uh, the Shrewsbury branch of Christian Creative Network um, and it's actually in Christchurch when we're not in lockdown. So hopefully we'll be able to get back to meeting together in person at some point. But at the moment we have an online community and um, it's just a really nice place to share our work and encourage each other. Um, so we would encourage you to join if that sounds like something you might be interested in. So it's um, facebook.com forward slash Christian Creative Network Shrewsbury. <laughs> Just search for that and it should come up in groups. Yeah, and um, the network is a national network that's um, founded by Josie Gamble, who's not very far away in uh, Wolverhampton. And um, really it seeks to bring the kingdom of God 
into the world through um, the creative practitioners um, around the churches in this country. So um, there are artists, dancers, uh, book writers, um, well, everything, musicians, composers, all sorts of uh, creative practitioners, right through to uh, people who do cookery and um, stitching and craft work. And it's a very wide network of people. And um, our aim really is to provide a platform and put events on that champion the work of Christians in, in the world and bring God's kingdom through the creative arts. So Liz and I are quite familiar with that as uh, Liz, I shouldn't speak for you, but Liz is a writer um, in her own right and um, has written books and is currently working on her second novel and other things, which she'll talk, talk to you about, I'm sure. And I'm a musician and um, work under the name Tiny Leaves and have produced many albums and um, I'm signed to record labels in different countries. And um, we work and believe very much in bringing creativity into the world which has the kingdom of God in it. Um, so sometimes that means it isn't explicit um, in terms of the content, but certainly the source of what we're doing is God. So we believe very strongly in these values. And um, creativity, we know, is uh, to be creative, sorry, is to um, be like God and be like our Father, who the first thing he did um, that we know of... <laughs> was to create the heavens and the earth and um, there's nothing more creative really in my opinion or anything that we can um, identify with God other than his awesome creativity um, and fatherhood. Over to you. Um, I don't know what to add really. Yeah, so I'm a writer. Um, I think in my own life I'm just passionate about seeing the world and kind of just seeing the miracles the everyday miracles, you know, that's what, that's what I'm writing about at the moment, but just, you know, the the holy coming through in, like, leaves on the trees and the birds and, um, you know, just God showing us that he's with us and he's present with us every day. And I think if we can reflect this in the way that we live, like, just a, a state of thankfulness for the beauty that he's given us in this world, I just think that's such a powerful witness you know that there is a loving creator behind all of this and if we just share like in our creations that's what we're trying to do is reflect back a little bit of this um glory i guess that god's kind of yeah given us on the earth and i just think that's that has such power this is my other conviction in my book that i've written about is that people in this generation don't necessarily want to um come to church or hear us preaching but if we share our poems or music or works of art, then it might just go straight to the heart, you know, it bypasses the head and it just goes straight to the soul and will speak truth to them. So that's why we think it's so important to have, um, to encourage creatives and especially Christian creatives, just so they can kind of get their work out there that has these um, seeds of heaven in it. So yeah, that's our conviction. Yeah. And uh, we're, we're aware that um, culturally we're in a time where there's this um, kind of renaissance of creativity and um, that's um, kind of having a big impact on the world. And um, we just want to champion um, other Christians, certainly locally here in Shropshire, who um, have creative gifts so we can kind of populate the estuary of culture that surrounds us, which is... Um, you know, music, arts, film and everything and, and kind of bring the kingdom of God into that culture 
and, and bring the beauty and the goodness of God into those things and also bring a leading edge and a championing of the arts, which hasn't happened for so many years, for millennia from Christians. So um, we really strongly believe that that's possible. And um, that's kind of a little bit about our heart and about the Christian Creative Network. And thank you so much to Peter and the leadership team for allowing us to use Christchurch Building um, as, a, as a place for our meetings, which is Cross Church and Cross Shropshire. And um, we hope to be able to use that again sometime soon. And uh, we wish all of you well in our Christchurch family. God bless. Bye. Bye. Um, and opens up a whole new way of thinking about things. So thank you for that. And I'm dying to get to know that picture on your wall a little bit better. It looks intriguing. Um, we're just going to bring our prayers before God now, our intercessory prayers this morning. And I'll be praying and I'd like you to respond uh, by when I say, Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Father, we bring our prayers before you now, the needs of our village and town. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. The needs of our leaders for discernment, integrity, wisdom. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord, for our own families and friends. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. For Peter, Ursula, Rachel and Jeanette, give them the creativity to share with the church and those close to it to point to Jesus. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We bring before you the needs of our world, too complex for us to fathom. We see situations that distress us and disturb us, and sometimes we don't know what to do or how to pray. But Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Finally, Lord, all those things that may concern many of us, but of which we cannot share, Sometimes those things feel like mountains in our own heads. But your word, Lord, changes everything. Help us to hope and believe and put our trust in you. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Amen. Thank you. We've got um, a bit of a testimony coming up now that Margaret is going to share with us. Um, and perhaps you'll be familiar with some of the things she's going to talk about. Um, and then we're going to have uh, the blessing, but it's going to be the YouTube bless the, the UK blessing on YouTube. It is six minutes long, but it's absolutely wonderful. And I can't better it with another blessing. So we'll have that. And then I'll just come back at the end of those things to close it. Thank you. This is the story of the hug. A few weeks ago, I was doing my usual routine 
of up at six o'clock in the morning and 45 minutes on the exercise bike in the garage with some very loud praise music on praying because it makes the uh, cycling much less boring. The words for song, I will make a way when there seems no other way, kept coming into my mind. As I prayed for the 20 or so folk, I was going to ring that morning as part of Coffee in the Living Room. I was praying for one particular person who the week before had said, Margaret, I've had a really bad week. I just need a hug. And my conversation with God went along the lines of, you say we're to be your hands and your feet, Lord, but how can we be in lockdown? A random conversation from book group weeks before came into my mind. Now, when random thoughts come into my mind during prayer time, sometimes, just sometimes, especially if I'm listening and not chatting, it's a God prompt. A comment had been made about the food hub having a lot of flowers. Got me thinking. I began my phone calls and halfway through the morning, the doorbell went. Judy Bland was standing there with some beautiful roses cut from her garden and a wonderful handmade card. Inside it said, happy birthday. Now, Judy was actually two weeks early. It wasn't actually my birthday, but it gave me the most wonderful surprise, a huge lift, and it felt like a hug. And I felt like it was a green light. God saying, go for it. Give me your hands and your feet and see what I can do. Only a day later, after several phone calls, our porch was filled with flowers. And it was at this point that Phil realised I might need some help. We had no idea what was going to happen, whether anyone would even want flowers. And the first house we got to, no answer. I heard voices in the back garden, so I knocked on the gate. When eventually it was opened, a voice said, God sent an angel. Now, Phil will tell you that is not an appropriate description for me, anything but. But these lovely folk had just had some really bad news and it ended up with the four of us praying in their garden. We had no idea how many flowers or when um, we were going to get or when they would arrive, but we simply said, we're available, Lord. Well, 150 houses later, we can tell numerous stories of how those flowers got to people at just the right time. God is amazing. He will find a way when there seems no other way. Shine upon you and be 
gracious to you. The Lord turned his face toward you and gave you second guessing we know that we are protected may the peace that surpasses all understanding be our message grace and favors in your nature in your essence favor be upon you and a thousand generations and your family and your children and the children and the children this favor be upon you and a thousand generations
what an amazing God we have. Um, but he's given people creativity. But, Lord, we're aware that you have given your children creativity to declare your works. And, Father, this morning we come and say thank you. But, Lord, you're a God who's worthy of all our very best. And, Father, we come and we just thank you from the bottom of our hearts that you dwell amongst us. Father, be with us in our days um, uh, and what we're going to do today. May we know your presence, not just now as we meet together, but, Lord, in so many ways today and in the coming week. And, Father, may we call upon your name and may we bless you with the way that we live that will be a blessing to others and magnify your holy name, Lord. Amen. That's it. Thank you so much to so many who've made today possible. I, I'll forget someone if I go through them all, but thank you. Thank you for everyone for listening. Remember that we all have a creative spirit, um, as Rachel's been telling us. And I think um, Aidan will unmute us so we can talk.